0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me be among the first person to wish you all a very happy New Year. Yes, yes, I, I know. We're still about a month away or so from our calendar's New Year. But today, around the globe, the Church is celebrating the beginning of our liturgical year. And it always starts today, four Sundays before Christmas. But one of the curious things that the church has done over the years is to choose readings for this day that depict what we sometimes call the end times or the last days. Today's gospel reading from Mark is no different, with instructions to keep awake and imagery that would cause the greatest of the science fiction or film directors to ponder how to shoot some of the scenes We hear of cosmic scenes, that the sun will darken, the moon will not give off light, and stars would be falling from heaven. If we read some of the verses that precede this passage, we would have heard about the temple in Jerusalem falling, about fleeing to the hillsides, and about other fear-inducing events. So... Why begin the church year in this manner? Why, when we are at the start of a new and fresh liturgical year, do we start at the end? Or at least what we think is the end. To answer that question, we must begin with something that sounds like a paradox. And something you will hear me say over and over again. We live in a world of already, but not quite yet. Last week, we celebrated Christ the King, and one of the things that we remembered was that Christ has already conquered death. He has already conquered hell. He has already conquered the grave and sin and all that we should fear. He has done that. Already. But we still live in this time of not yet. We still die. We still sin. We still have our own fears because we live in this state where Christ's victory has not yet become fully manifest. Christ has won the battle. We are waiting to see the aftermath. Part of that waiting and longing is what celebrating Advent is all about. During Advent, we remember what anticipation for the Messiah looks like. Just as the Jews waited in expectant hope for a Messiah, a king, a son of David to come and vanquish their foes we wait for our Messiah our King our Lord to come with power and great glory to administer God's justice to begin to reign again this is our season of waiting and the reminder that we do wait with expectant hope, much like our Jewish family did in ages past. One of our confusions, though, is how we have portrayed Christ's coming. And much of that has to do with our misunderstanding of what the prophets and our gospel writers are trying to say. It seems foreign and weird but it really isn't, and that's what is so confusing. We, mainly through our rather extreme Protestant views, have come to regard the Day of Judgment as an epic courtroom drama, almost like Perry Mason at the height of his power. It has become something to be feared, to be wary of, to dread. that isn't the case today our readings focus on the second coming and this is a joyful event just as with the sheep and goats from last week the second coming points are focused to christ the judge god's kingdom coming and with it comes a perfect judge and perfect justice and perfect redemption. How many of you have been in a lawsuit, either large or small? It could be a simple case of the neighbor knocking down a fence or perhaps a charge of embezzlement against an employee. If we are our better selves, we would like to see justice rendered perhaps a judgment in our favor, but equitable to both parties nonetheless. When we are on the other side the defendants, we would prefer to see that at least justice is rendered and that the verdict was within the purview of the law and that the sentence is something manageable. Now, imagine this on a cosmic scale Christ our Lord coming again to judge the quick and the dead to judge in full righteousness in full glory and as the Lord of all creation perfect justice will be met out today Our nave and chancel look different. We have a Christmas tree with simple purple ribbon, an advent wreath here just to the side of me, a purple cloth hanging from our chancel cross, and a nativity scene. And you will note that there is no Christ child yet this my friends is the beginning of god's justice coming to earth we wait in anticipation for it and we sometimes even pray even so lord jesus quickly come but we also have to recognize our own role in bringing that justice to its fulfillment It is not about some political sense of moving capitals and embassies, nor is it about triggering some event that we believe will bring about the end of days. It is about rendering as best as we can that justice of God as we see it in our own lives every day. It is our thought from last week. You did it to me that thought coming back around, and that simple gospel saying back, God's justice is rendered now. This is a time of new beginnings for us. If you have ever had a desire to begin a spiritual discipline, like, say, in the daily office each day, today is the day to start. If you have ever had the notion that you needed to devote more time and service to God and his church, today is the day to start. Just like we make New Year's resolutions to lose weight, get in shape, be more diligent with our finances, or even to be a better person, for us Christians, today is the day for us to start. What better way of celebrating the coming of our King than to prepare our hearts and minds and souls and bodies for Him? Even so, Lord Jesus, quickly come. This time last year, I doubt that any of us would have guessed that we would be in the situation we are in now. For all practical purposes, A virus has crippled the world. Yet, we have learned, and we are continuing to learn, that we can cope. We can survive. We can adjust our lives. And I think, now that we have finally reached Advent, That it is time for us to recommit our efforts. Not for all the worldliness around us. But to commit ourselves and our lives to God. Advent calls us to wait. Calls us to prepare. And calls us to be expectant For our Messiah to come. And to render justice that the whole of creation groans for. My friends, join with me and the whole church as we pray and wait. Waiting is not simply passing the time or twiddling thumbs. Our waiting is an active waiting of preparing the Of proclaiming that Christ has come once, but shall come again. Of making straight the way in this world for him. And it takes each of us. There is much to do. We see it all around. But we must commit ourselves each day to helping sharing giving of ourselves to bring it to full fruition the king is coming our stable scene is prepared the king is coming make your hearts ready The King is coming. Our Savior and Redeemer is arriving. Be ready to greet him. My friends, a very happy and blessed Advent I wish to all.